everyone, welcome to another episode of The Stone Genius. My name's Ro. I'm the Stone Genius. Welcome to the podcast. You know me, I'm often stoned. I'm always a genius. This is episode 249. And why do I mention that? Because the next episode is 250. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. 250 episodes. So I will tell you this as short-time, long-time listeners of the podcast, episode 250 will have some interesting facts about podcasts. So just been doing a little research. Uh, I am going to attempt to do this without a headset on. Now, that should have made a sound. That's what she said. That also should have made a sound. So without the headphones, I can't hear that. Uh, so sometimes I push the right button. Sometimes I push the wrong button, just like Bobby always says. Oh, heck. Okay, let's see. Uh, notes. Solo episode 249. Hold on. Solo episode 249. Or how about... Hey, welcome, peeps. This is episode 249. What's up? My name is Rabbit Wolverine. You can call me RW. What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, I need to write that note down. So I was talking to Bobby today. Why I yesterday now because it's past midnight. I was talking to Bobby about um, what animals I wouldn't want to be killed by. I mean, there's. There's some that I think that it would be pretty quick, so it'd be like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I don't want to be eaten. That does not sound fun. Uh, you know, <sighs> passing peacefully in your sleep sounds like a good way to go, but then you just pass peacefully in your sleep, like it's just over. It's just over. Like you don't even get a <clears throat> like in a. Oh, my God. I don't feel so hot. I don't think I'm going to make it. You're not. I don't like that one. That, that deep voice. I don't blame you, man. That one's crazy. Ugh, I don't like that one either. And that one, if you have, like, sinus congestion and your ears are kind of hurting, that echo one. Ugh. And I'm sure for you all, none of them sound particularly great, but let's see. So first of all, I'm going to talk about how I've already done this show. Hold on. I'm hoping that there's clapping and stuff going on or was going on during that point. Wouldn't it be... F Hold on. Okay, I needed to check. Okay. I wanted to make sure I didn't... I hadn't left it on and like there's clapping going the whole time. And then when I think I'm turning it on, I'm turning it off and vice versa, blah, blah, yada, yada. So this is the second time I'm actually doing this show. So the first show and I don't edit, I know I wouldn't be spending another hour doing this show if I could learn how to edit. Cause I could have edited this in a matter of minutes if I knew what I was doing. And I wouldn't be doing a whole show again. So what happened was I, so this show is going to come out uh, the end of October 2023. I have already recorded enough shows to take us through most of November, if not 
all of November, depending on how many solo shows. If I keep it to one solo show a week, we're covered through November. If I bail on a couple of those and put interviews into those that I've already recorded, three weeks into November. So I've already done a lot of recording and for the first time ever, at least as I can remember, so I do have guests in studio and I have smoked, I have drank with guests in studio, i.e. our living room. That being said, I had never even had a remote guest ask whether we were going to do a smoke sesh beforehand. And I said, well, I'm generally doing before, during, and after. I hope that was a snare drum. That'd be funny if I was just, I should have Bobby redo the button someday, not tell me, and then I'll just push them. No, that won't work. I was going to say I would just push them and think, oh, that should be the snare drum. But for longtime listeners, you know that I very rarely know which button I'm pushing, which means that that would do me no well, no good. And I'm hoping that was a wah-wah sound. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, I'm back. Uh, let's see. Does that work? Kind of. I'm just trying to read my notes. Oh, here's an interesting. So Bobby and I, I, I do enjoy watching Jeopardy quite a bit because um, I like learning stuff. So if I hear the right answer, I should remember that right answer. It's not, uh, it sounds much cooler than it actually is. Yes. Can it benefit me in a testing situation? Yes. So uh, I took some IT classes. I went to get certified in Security Plus. I was. I'm sure it's expired. I don't know how long they last. Uh, so took the t a test once. Uh, I think I missed two. So I nailed it. Um, but... When I took the test, I couldn't tell you what my answers were. I mean, yes, I was getting the answers correct, but it's because I had done these test dumps, which were the literally the questions and answers to the test that I was about to take. And there are multiple out there. So I probably learned 2,000 questions, and they were asked verbatim. I mean, it was exactly the question. It wasn't like the question and then different answers or even the same answers in a different order. It literally was the same question, same answers. So the first time I took it, I failed horribly. Uh, but it gives you the correct answers. The next time I took it, I almost aced it. I think the third time I took it, I didn't miss a question. And we're talking when I took the final test, I was doing like 600 questions and aced it. So literally, Bobby could start reading a question, and I would say B. And she'd be like, what is B? And I'm like, I don't know, other than it's correct. Because I I knew what the, I could tell. What, blah, blah, oh, C. And so, so I was able to pass the test, but yet 
I, uh, I didn't know anything. I mean, I could tell you the, I could, like, if someone was out and about and they're like, oh, I'm having this issue with my, my computer. If they worded it just like the test, I could say, oh, well, you, that's B. I think I pushed the wrong button. I think that was supposed to be snare drum. I don't think it was. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. So I, I like to watch a Jeopardy because they'll tell you the answers. I'll remember the answer. Boo, boo, blah, blah. And what we always talk about when I talk about Jeopardy and we talk about why have I not been on Jeopardy. Bobby and I have had this discussion for 30 years now. Almost 27 years, 28 years. The reason that I don't go on Jeopardy is I will get in a cocky role. Or maybe that for Bobby would be a <laughs> cocky roll. Get it? Cocky roll. If you didn't get... Uh. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. I can get on a cocky roll, meaning that I'm, I'll am i answer so many questions in a row that correctly that then I'm just like... And I'm just like... Then I start doing fringe questions where I'm pretty sure I know the answer. Generally, I'm answering when I know the answer, which I know what you're saying. Well, that's how the game's played, but maybe you'll get a wrong answer. No. Some, yeah. But if I was playing literally with a button in hand, I would just be answering. Now, do I know most of them? Yeah. Uh, but that's why I watch it, too, so I can learn the the things that I don't know. That's why when I watch videos, I rarely watch cat videos. I never watch cat videos, dog videos, and little cute videos, squirrel videos, I guess. I don't usually watch those. I'm usually watching things where I'm learning information, knowledge. I want to store that up in my brain pan. That being said, Bobby had made the comment that we, her and I watched Celebrity Jeopardy together, and Bobby goes, I don't, <laughs> she goes, I don't, no, I think the... Hold on. I did write it down. I don't have my glasses. Uh, Bobby realizing Celebrity Jeopardy and Regular Jeopardy were not the same questions. So she realized... She goes, uh, I'm beginning to... I believe her exact quote would be, I'm beginning to realize that Celebrity Jeopardy is not as hard as Regular Jeopardy. I think it was something like that. Which, it's still... Difficulter. <laughs> uh, it's still more difficult, I guess we should say, than, I guess, stuff. But that's, I used to read Trivial Pursuit cards so that I would know the answers. Because, like I say, if I know what the answer is, I'm going to tell you what the answer is. And that's where sometimes Bobby used to ask me, how do you know that? And I'd be like, I don't know. And then you would be, hold on. I do have headphones here. I'm just trying not to wear them because, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, when I started recording, it is past midnight. And I'm like in a studio, and you're like, ah, oh, that must be amazing. Well, my studio is my living room, which A, living room, yes, amazing. B, everyone's asleep. It's past midnight. And I think sometimes I can get loud. Um, I was going to make some comments about uh, loudness in an apartment, but I did not. I, I restrained myself. I, I kept it in. 
Uh, but Bobby had pointed out that uh, regular Jeopardy, Celebrity Jeopardy, probably not the same. So on regular Jeopardy, I would just, like there would be like daily double, and I would just be hammering everything, getting everything right. And then it would be like, and it would, and, and the bad thing it would be daily double in something that I was ultimately confident at. I mean, just like, I don't know, something. I know, right? You feel like if I'm ultimately confident at something, I should be able to pull something out. Or maybe that means I'm so confident at everything that I can't pull anything out. And Bobby is well aware that I can't pull out. hey Or maybe that for her is a... And for me, it was a... And then the next morning, it was a... For both of us. But for different reasons, I think. She was like, what the... And I was like, what the... See how that's different? It's same words, but Bobby's saying, what the? And then me saying, what the? See? I'm taking it to the dirty place. Uh, I do tend to do that a lot. But Bobby's hot, and I think a lot about the dirty place with her. And not like dirty, filthy, like dirty, like dirt. Not like... So, I, I don't know why I just had this flashback. So, 80s, when I grew up. Porn was not widely accessible. Like now you literally can do it you anywhere you want. Like it used to be you had to have like a magazine. That's how, if you wanted porn, it was, VHS wasn't even out to the late 70s. So then you did that. If you don't know uh, Bob Crane, Hogan's Heroes, try watching uh, some information about him. Anyway, uh, like porn didn't come out on VHS till the late 70s, early 80s, something like that. Um, so, like, generally it was magazines. And the magazines, like, one of the things you could always tell, like, Playboy had a centerfold, and it actually folded. It was a trifold, which I really miss those. And I think that's what dating websites have, but it's like your likes and dislikes. Well, that's what it would have. Like, Miss, Miss, let's say Miss September Bobby Lochner. And uh, she's six foot one. She weighs 145 pounds. She has brown eyes, bra- uh, uh, blonde hair. I almost said blue hair. Uh, brown eyes, blonde hair. She's a 36 double D. Hold on. I got something for that. And she likes long walks on the beach. And guys that don't pull out. Actually, I she very much probably did not like that. Like, because I think there was probably the conversation, did you pull out that, hold on, let, we're going to use uh, different voices so it doesn't sound like just me having this conversation. So this will be Bobby. Hey, what's up? This is Bobby. I'm going to be playing Bobby today. Thank you very much. Oh, maybe I should talk like this. Hey, and then I say I'm more feminine. Huh? What do you think? Okay, uh, you pulled out, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Although to to Bobby, it probably sounded more like. Uh, yeah, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, not in gripping, yeah. Nope, nope, nothing to worry about. Are you sure? Does it felt a little preggers? No, no, I don't know why you think that. Uh, no, uh, no. Nope. In fact, I need to 
go get, take care of this now. So that's not even out. It's still in. So it's not out. So I don't know how you could get pregnant. I think you're lying to me. I feel like an eclair that just got filled. Okay. So I had to put the headphones back on for that. Ugh. That was a lot of work going back and forth. See, once again, producer, beep, boop, they could do all this. And I'd just be like, oh, I'm talking. It literally would be, I would be talking to a producer. It would be, you know, not even an eyesight of me. And then all of a sudden. And I would start talking like this. I'd be like, what the heck? But maybe I wouldn't even have headphones on. So I wouldn't know. I could do an entire episode talking like this. I don't know how you like that. I should do an episode like this. Without the human, Rodney. Ew, I don't like talking about myself in third person. So, just so you know, if you don't want to know the true identity of the rabid wolverine, then I would suggest fast-forwarding. 15 seconds. It's me. Oh, I probably didn't give him enough time, so sorry about that. Uh, it's me. Uh, I'm playing all the parts, and I cannot. I, so, here's the deal. If you speak about yourself in third person, and I think a large majority, even the people I would mostly say are dumb, are probably like, who does that? Like, who speaks about themselves in third person? Glurt. That's who. I work with the guy. Glurt. And if you're like, that sounds like someone from uh, the Fantastic Four. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. Gar Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know why I got those confused. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, like Glurt, should be part of that. You're probably right, because it's a great name. It's names put together, sandwiched, some letters taken out, some added. Actually, there are no letters added. But Glurt will often say to a customer, you will come back and you'll say, Glurt? Yeah. No. So, yeah, we do. And I, for this person, I know that they're just in there. They're feeling all the they're just joking. They're just, you know, this is playful kidding and stuff. No, 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 no. I know that's how it's coming off. But I need you to understand, Glurt, that it is annoying you talking about yourself in third person. Just use someone else's name. You're going to come in and say Sasquatch. You're going to come in and say Chewbacca. Actually, don't say that because there's probably a Lucasfilm thing where you can't say that. I mean, I would, I would hazard a guess that the universe would not dig that. See, now I'm all creeping out because I'm not wearing my headphones so I can hear our neighbors walking around upstairs. Are they walking around because I'm doing my podcast or are they walking around because they're vampires? I've seen them during the daytime, so I'm pretty sure they're not vampires. Unless, hold on, unless they have developed some something that allows them to be daywalkers. And I know there's movies out about that, but like, let's say that they don't, they have not developed a sunscreen good enough to allow the average vampire. Not like the super vampires, like Dracula or I can't think of any other, like Count Chocula, maybe. Uh, I mean, they have 
powers. They're they're they've been they're established. They're well known. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. We got to keep moving. I did. I thought this show was going to be shorter because I'm doing it a second time, but I feel like it's going to be longer than the first time I did it. Uh, oh yeah, we we're talking about, um, I don't know, trust, something. I don't know what we we're talking about. Then I, it was about, oh, pulling out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. So Bobby, uh, the uh, celebrity Jeopardy. Um, my mom is, so as so as your loved ones grow older, and let's use parents, let's use a at least a time frame of different generations like that. Like whatever age you are, what should be the, your parents' age or the equivalent of your parents' age, let's use that as well. Uh, when you see the older person, which you will should always become, unless something you try die at a young age, you should always become that old person. I have seen some, we deal with a majority of older people where I work, I have seen some in their 90s that are just, you would never believe that. I mean, some of them don't even look 90. Now, there are other ones that very much look 90, but they don't. You talk to them and you you wouldn't say that they're like everyone else their age. That being said, like every once in a while, we'll say something to my mom and she will just get this look like we we are literally speaking another language. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's almost how I think I would feel like if aliens arrived and they were talking to me and I would just give them this blank look. Like maybe sometimes I would know what they were talking about, but for the most point, I think I would just give them this blank look. And then go put myself in timeout in the corner. So we, my mom had just moved, downsized in an apartment in the retirement place that she lives. She downsized from a two-bedroom into a one-bedroom, uh, which was great. Her new place, absolutely love it. It is, um, I don't know why. It just feels, same building, uh, different floor, a much different uh, layout, but it just feels more... I don't know. I, I don't know what it was about. That was my parents' first apartment. So I was always used to them being in a house, you know, growing up with them. The house, they actually moved into a villa, <clears throat> an independent villa back in the 90s. But they always had like a, a house, not an apartment. So and then my dad passed in that apartment. So it's just it ain't close to any of the entrances. I mean, here's the deal. If, if there's a fire there, my mom's screwed. I mean, yes, she's as close to the stairs as you can get. However, 84 years old, probably trying to be, trying to expedite her walk out if there was a fire. I I don't think that necessarily being that close to the stairs I mean, I get stairs, you need stairs, but when you're talking 80 and 90-year-olds, 
Do you really want them? Because I've never seen a camera in there either now that I think about it. But do you really want them in a stairwell that's concrete stairs? Although I'm sure they would just howl like a banshee. I don't know how often those stairs are used either. Uh, anywho, anyhow, anyway, my mom had moved into this new apartment and she had a cordless phone, the base, and it was sitting on the floor. And Bobby just said, why is your phone on the floor? And you would have thought that Bobby was speaking Mandarin Chinese, some like Aramaic, something that's no longer really spoken or written. You, The look on her face, I mean, because then Bobby and I looked at each other like, what? I mean, because just, I mean, it's not like it was a difficult question. There shouldn't have been a lot of things that you need to get your head wrapped around in that. That's for sure. So it was, it was interesting. Uh, but I do love her new apartment. Um, but she's she is all of eighty four. Let's see what other notes do I have. Um, yeah. So I almost called a, so I've been doing so many interviews. There are so many good interviews uh, coming up. People that are, are, are just fun, interesting. There are a lot of people I want to have come back on, uh, sometimes to ex extend, to continue what we originally were talking about, and many of them to talk about something different, completely different that maybe we touched on the interview, or a couple of them actually like, before or after it made some comment, I was like, oh, I would love to talk to you about that. We should have some. Uh, so through the month of November, it's going to be new guests for the most part, if not all part. I don't know if that's actually a saying. I mean, everyone will be for the most part, but is there for the all part? Should be. I claim dibs. I mean, if I can claim that, like, I want this. I want this to be the first time that anyone said it out slide to the universe so we can reference it so if, if it becomes more of a common saying at one point i can say i was the one that did that that's me i mean i take credit for a lot of things anyway i do have a couple of fake resumes that i do think are fun so one of my fake resumes i did and so i went to so i did a, a resume and then I went through and you can, I did the highlight and changed it to black, black highlights. So then I am, so it look, when I printed them off or when they got it, it looked like a, like a CIA, a CIA document that's all been blacked out. You know, there'd be like one word, Rodney, like right in the middle. And that's all I would say. And everything else was black, would be blacked out. That I do have one resume like that where I've blacked everything out. I just think that's hilarious. I'm trying to think of the other ones because I haven't had to pull one out or use one. Man, I'm talking about pulling out a lot on this. For someone that obviously doesn't know how to pull out, I'm talking about it quite a bit on this show. Uh, let's see. So, my mom. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I've had a couple of... Uh, Mediums on the show. I've had paranormal investigators on the show, or they will be upcoming on the show. See, to me, I've already done it. So they're already on the show, even though I haven't released those particular shows yet. 
I've scheduled them for release. And everyone, I do appreciate, and I do want to say thank you very much. This is not for me, for them. For the guests that I've actually had on the podcast already, and uh, those guests are already promoting their show. And one of them started promoting the show that we had already recorded. We just recorded it, but it wasn't going to be out for like three weeks. So that is very much appreciated on my part. Thank you very much. And uh, you all will thank us very much for having them on the program as well. Anyway, I had some paranormal, and afterwards I had all these thoughts. So at my age, I'm 50, uh, I almost said 55 again. 55 is cool. 56 is not cool. 55, like, I can't drive 55. Like, 55 is cool. 56 is, I'm not going to say it's old yet. I know that a large majority of you might say it's old. That's fine. But I, it's not I'm just going to say 56 is not 55. Boom, that's another t-shirt. 56 is not 55. I am going to, there are going to be so many amazing t-shirts. And I hope they're all tie-dye. I love tie-dye. I mean, it doesn't fit my personality because I wear suits and things, but I do like tie-dye. So when I used to play basketball all the time, there was a long time in my life where I was just so skinny and I did not work out. I didn't like lift weights and stuff for basketball. So I stretched and did like push-ups and body weights and stuff like that. But I didn't do any, um, I, I wasn't a, a big, I, I wasn't lifting weights or anything. And so that for a, I was so skinny and it, sometimes I was self-conscious. I know that's hard for you all to probably hear at this point. Because I would always remember, and, and maybe is because I was cold. You know, it's been so long, I don't even remember. That would seem to probably make more sense. Anyway, I would wear tie-dye shirts when I'd play basketball. A lot of times you'd play shirt skins. Well, in the winter in Kansas, even when you're playing indoors, a lot of times there are gymnasiums. They're not well heated or insulated. You have people coming in, opening the doors, you know. I'm so sweating that open the door and freeze everyone out. So I'm pretty sure that's probably why I wore tie-dye shirts. That way, even if I was supposed to be skins, I would just be like, I'm cold. That was probably my excuse. I had psoriasis too. See, now that I don't see it anymore on my body, I sometimes forget that I ever had it. So hold on. Because I needed not. That was... I will, For me, that was a time that really allowed me to let things go because I was like, you know what? I can't do, this is not my fault. I don't, I have psoriasis, big fucking deal. I mean, BFD. Oh yeah. I just had to finally say it's not a big deal and I don't give a shit. And I think it was especially when I met Bobby because she was okay with it and she was the only person I needed to be okay with it. Still is. So, um, so that may be, so anyway, tie dye shirts. Anyway, hold on. Man, I've gotten way off. So because of my age, and I don't know. I don't know how we got so. I do know how. It's called marijuana. Anyhow, um, I. Mo because of my age, most of. I now know how we got there. Most of my things about ghost stories is based on um, 
the original Ghostbusters that came out. I was actually working at a movie theater, Ranch Mart Theater in Mission, Kansas, which is still there. There you go, buy and visit it. It was a cool place. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I worked concessions there. It was, I should get a part-time job there just because I enjoyed it. All the things that I did when I was younger are gone. They've disappeared. And so maybe that's what, anywho, anyhow, anyway, uh, when at my age, it's 16, 15, 16, I think that's when Ghostbusters came out. Maybe it came out in 86. I was thinking it came out in 84. I thought it came out in 84. I thought it was Ghostbusters Gremlins nearly back-to-back openings the summer that I worked there. I'm almost sure that was 84. I Because I'm almost sure that it was... See, like, I am sure, not 100% sure, but I'm kind of sure that a... Uh, an actual producer would know this type of information, but I don't know, like when the movie came out. And yes, I could Google. Hold on, watch this. I'm going to pause. I'll be right back. You're not even going to know I'm gone. Okay, so I haven't been a liar for all my life. So I used to always say that Gremlins and Ghostbusters came out, and I go, I think they came out about the same time. And I just remember, and it may have been first weekend, last weekend type thing for me. So they came out June 8th, 1984. So I worked at Ranch Mart that summer. I know that there was a big flood in Kansas City that summer. I had to drive home late at night from Ranch Mart theaters during that. Um but they, they actually came out on the same day. Because in this place, like, concession stands, and I have not been to a movie theater since the pandemic. Back in the day, they had one concession stand that was kind of long and then different registers, like actual cash registers. I know that sounds weird to say that, but ding, that type of register. And I just remember there just being a sea of people. And it was like, for me, every once in a while, I need to just decompress. That my mind's going so fast that if I have a lot of external excitement, that sometimes I'll just need, give me a couple of minutes to decompress. And when those two, and they did. So they both came out, Gremlins and Ghostbusters came out on June 8th, 1984. So they did come out on the same day. That's crazy. And it was the day before 6-9. Hold on. Yeah, that's definitely right. Okay, I was looking up the flood date, and I couldn't find it. I don't want to wait anymore. So, anywho, anyhow, anyway. <sighs> I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, Ghostbusters. This has been a long, drawn-out thing for Ghostbusters, hasn't it? So, we've had. I had some paranormal people, not... They're not paranormal. They're paranormal investigators, Tina and Alex. So they'll be on an upcoming episode. Uh, I know the date. You'll learn the date. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Afterwards, I was thinking that most of what I think about when people talk about ghosts and hauntings and stuff seem to be to Ghostbusters. And I don't know why. There were a lot of good... Uh, Amityville Horror came out a few years before that, I believe. And I snuck in and saw that, scared the piss out of me. I think I literally pissed myself. Or maybe that should be it. Depends on how cold I was in the theater. 
Uh, anywho, anyhow, anyway, I still, if someone's talking about something, so then I started thinking about like interacting with ghosts. And I was thinking about in the original um, Ghostbusters that Dan Aykroyd is getting blown by a ghost. Um, so it made me think about if Dan, so Dan, he was like smiling, like she unzips his pants. It's a, it's a female apparition that's doing this to, to Dan Aykroyd in Ghostbusters one. And, um, so here's the thing. It seemed like she started and I am not trying to cancel anything. I am not trying to cancel Ghostbusters. But it does seem, I'm not, again, not trying to cancel Ghostbusters. I'm just saying that it seems like that scene is a little rapey now that I think about it. Because even though he eventually consented, he was asleep when the ghost started doing this. Okay, so then, so here's where my brain now picks up. So then I start thinking, so this ghost, which for some reason, sometimes, you know, like a ghost, you think you could put your hand through him or something. Um, this ghost is able to manipulate his pants and open his pants. And it looks like she's, they don't show it. It's a PG, PG-13 movie. They don't show it, but you're led to believe that the ghost is pleasuring Dan Aykroyd's character orally. She's giving him a blowjob. So um, so then I started thinking, like, how would how do you feel that from a ghost? Like I, I don't under, I, I don't understand that. Then I started thinking, how about can you stop it? Like, do you have any control over that ghost? Because Earlier in the same movie, he says, get her, and they try to get this ghost, and it scares them, and they run off. That was his great plan. Um, so I'm not sure how much you can affect the behavior of a ghost as one who is still living. So then I started thinking, okay, so this ghost tried to take advantage of him while he was asleep. So just think of this ghost name was Harvey Weinstein, and then you would be appalled that. Oh, see now I thought it's not. How about if the ghost is male, and then Dan Aykroyd's like, "Oh, I don't want a male ghost giving me a blowy." But then, then do you think that like even if you're not gay, do you like? If you could prove that you were getting a blowjob from a ghost, wouldn't you still accept it so you could videotape it and say, yes, it was a male ghost, but it's still a ghost? And you don't even have to explain. You can just say, look, here's me getting a blowjob from a ghost. And if they say, that's a male ghost, go, yeah, but it's a ghost. I felt like, but here's the deal. Then, like, really, really pale guys, like almost albino guys, could try to pass off as ghosts. Like, if anyone's old enough to... Not anyone. I know there's people out there old enough to have seen the movie Me, Myself, and Irene. One of Jim Carrey's classics, great. Um, I think the character in Me, Myself, and Irene was Milky, who I'm thinking of. 
And if you're like, wow, weren't you just talking to about someone who is almost, almost albino, and then you just said there's a character named Milky? Yes, that is exactly what I said. And yeah, we'll go with that one. I put one headphone on. I wanted to make sure I wasn't being too loud. I didn't think I was being too loud. I wanted to make sure I was being loud enough, maybe. Um, I will tell you, I, I'm just looking at some of my notes here. Um, yeah. Okay. So to finish the thought, um, most of my, my paranormal experience, not experiences, most of what, if someone's talking about something, my reference point is going to be Ghostbusters, just so everyone's aware. So if you listen to that show and you're like, this sounds very, very much like he's based everything off Ghostbusters. That's why, because I literally have based most of my thoughts on the paranormal on Ghostbusters, the original. Uh, let's see, what else do I have? So I just noticed a note that I wrote. It said, so when I pregame with people, not pregame with people. When I uh, pre uh, when I talk to people before we record, we do a little interview. It's, it's often it's the first time I physically hear someone's voice and talk to them. I get to hear their audio and stuff. So we'll talk for a little bit. That way I can hear their audio as well. But I made the mistake with an upcoming guest of saying. You know, I, I'm down for talking about just about anything. And, you know, there's only, I go, some things I won't engage in. And so this guest asked me, well, what won't you engage in? It was actually multiple guests that was on at the same time. And I said, well, like Flat Earthers, for instance. So the guests that I was having on, while they were not there to either promote or deny the Flat Earth theory... They, they were part of that community, it seemed like. I think that's what they said. And I had just told them that I won't. And I, so here's also the thing. I won't walk it back. So I go, well, because I think they're stupid, they're ignorant, blah, blah, yada, yada. If they go, well, we're flat earth, a lot of people would be like, oh, well, I just meant the people I've met. Or they'll try to, to minimize it. And make it sound like it's not as important as it. So, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I said, uh, I, I told them, no, they told me. So we're actually probably at some point, we didn't talk about it on this episode. And I think this was pre-episode, so you won't even have heard this conversation on the episode. But I do believe that uh, they in the, in the future, they will be back to talk about flat earth even though I said I wouldn't engage but here's the funny thing about my note I actually wrote no flat earthers period I used the word period no flat earthers period followed by an exclamation point it seems like I could have just written no flat earthers put a period there so I could have shortened the sentence, changed the exclamation or the the punctuation, 
and I still 100% would have had people understand what it was. Uh, I know I haven't talked about drugs lately. I will tell you that uh, Rainbow Chabret, uh RS11, the strain that I've been smoking the last couple weeks, mwah, very good. I very much like it a lot, a lot, a lot. Man, I didn't even get to all this yellow. What is this? Uh, so we could work backwards. I could Benjamin Button these notes. Uh, I had put, what have I forgotten? Because I had written down, like when I used to play basketball, I had the great opportunity to play with and against some of the 80s, 90s, probably 80s and 90s, 80s and 90s basketball icons. Um, and then I, th I think about, well, what, I what have I forgotten? Like, have I forgotten that I played with certain people? Have I forgotten? I mean, I forgot that I used to hang out with Tommy Morrison. You know, all of a sudden I had this flashback when I was having Rick Ross on the show, and I had this flashback when was the last time I was hanging out with Rick and it was when we were hanging out with Tommy Morrison down in downtown Kansas City. Having a good time. And um, so then I, you know, and then uh, I, I've hung out with uh, the Beastie Boys when they were well established. I got to hang out with Everclear before anyone ever heard of Everclear. They were on a college town tour. Um Beastie Boys were hung out at Velvet Dog in Kansas City. Uh, God, that have been uh, 89, 90, no, somewhere in that neighborhood. I have to look some of this. I, I always try to fact check myself as well. Now, you would think, and it would be prudent to think so, that I would do the fact checking prior to actually hitting the record button. Yes, while that would seem like a logical a logical way to organize myself, that is not what I do. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? I'm going to skip over a whole bunch of these notes because uh, I think the show that I didn't put out because I outed someone for smoking cannabis, I think it was shorter that was the first try of this episode i think it was actually shorter than this one uh, let's see some interesting notes to finish this up hopefully that will stop soon and seen um so for the people that stopped drinking bud light there is a new partnership now which may break some people um so the ufc is partnering with Bud Light to become the official beer of UFC fighting. I guess that's redundant. Ultimate Fighting Championship. So UFC. Um, I just wonder if all those people that couldn't do Bud Light because of Dylan Mul Mulvaney, I think is what their name was, I wonder if they'll be able to come back now. That would be... Eh. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Uh, there's a sportscaster who said if the Arizona Diamondback 
uh, Arizona Diamondbacks came back and won and got to the World Series. He would quit. He would retire on the spot. He is not a man of his word. He lacks integrity. He did not do so, at least as of the time of this recording. What else did I do? Uh, doop doop doop. Oh, that's a lot of notes. That's a lot of names. I don't think I'm going to go through that. What is the last thing? Um, oh, yeah. So I will read this note. So this note, I was getting ready to call. Everyone knows, not everyone. If you're longtime listeners of the show or follow on Instagram at all, you know that I do have an affection for the squirrels. Not an infection, an eight affection. Affection? Affection. Affection. Effect. Uh. Whatever. Now I've, uh, it's like I literally almost hurt myself. Like my, the back of my eyes hurt from just doing that little, oh, I don't know what I was just doing. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. So I enjoy this feeding the squirrels. They come out. Uh, there are some that will eat out of my hand. Most of them currently will not, but they'll come up. And they'll come up to the back door. That's why I have to be careful about walking away from it. They come up to the back door and the dog will be on the other side. Like literally it's 10 inches and a pane of glass in between them. But they'll come up, get their cracker and go on their way. So I really, really enjoy my squirrels. And so... uh, I at least have never really seen baby squirrels out in the wild. We found some in our attic once. There was a hole. We there was a squirrel that was getting in when we went in. Found out that that's the reason they were in because they had babies, and so you just don't see baby squirrels. So there was a baby squirrel, and I was gonna call Bobby and tell her, "Oh, you should have seen the squirrel. It was so cute." Blah blah blah. And then I started thinking about. It. I was like. I don't think I ever did that about our kids. Now, granted, Bobby was around most of the time, you know, unless she was at work or school because she was finishing school as well, and we already had Mo. But but I probably didn't even do that for Morgan. I mean, like, Bobby was around, so it wasn't like, like, I didn't call and say, hey, Bobby, oh, Morgan just took her first steps. I I mean, we were both around. I mean, I don't think that just wasn't. So I was going to call Bobby and say something about the squirrel. And then I was like, no, because I don't even do that about the kids. But yet I still did it. So literally within five minutes of that, the squirrel had gone back. So we live. There's a golf course behind us. There's green space. Then they do it. There's a chain link fence that actually separates the golf course from where we live. And squirrels will run across the top of the the chain link fence and then they'll get to a tree which is generally two to four feet away from this six foot high fence and they'll jump over to the tree and they go about their merry way so i'm watching the squirrel so this is the same squirrel i was going to call and just say oh it's so cute it came up to the back door it's so small blah blah yada yada blah blah yada yada and so I'm watching the squirrel. It goes over and it's running across the fence. Oh, I think what I did was sometimes if I, I make a, a certain sound or shake the thing that has their treats in it, that they'll, and then they'll come right in my way. 
So I think I was doing that to try to get its attention. And then, but it wouldn't come to me. And so it runs across the tree and it stops. And you can tell because they get positioned that they're going to boom, spring over and jump to the tree. The only real thing they have to worry about is like animals and the such. But, you know, on top of that, they just have to do it. So I'm watching this baby squirrel and it gets in front of the tree. It lines it up perfect. And then when it jumps, it jumps to the right and totally misses it. So I don't know. It was funny. I'm sh- I've seen the squirrel since, so the squirrel was fine. But it was just funny to see some- something misjudge so poorly what was going on. Uh, and so, but when it jumped, it missed the tree and went phew, down to the, the long grass. It was very funny. So I did it, end up calling Bobby to tell her that. And then I went ahead and told her the first piece of the story that I originally wasn't going to tell her about. Because that's just the guy I am. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Um, yeah. So squirrels, sportscaster, not trying to cancel Ghostbusters. Bobby now knows uh, regular Jeopardy is harder than Celebrity Jeopardy, and I won't do that one. That was a pretty good, just short of an hour. And I will tell you, and I know it's late to tell you, but it has become increasingly difficult for me to do a solo show now because it used to be very easy. Most, if not all of them, to a certain point, were solo shows. Well, now that I do interviews and that's tying up a lot of my week I still want there to be solo shows because they have a different vibe I can talk about whatever I want instead of maybe more along the lines of what they want to that my guests want to which I totally understand but we'll just see what happens in the future uh anywho anyhow anyway we have some great interviews coming up next episode oh it's still gonna be a solo episode Oh no, not that. It should be like this. So, solo episode number 250. I have a ton of notes, a lot of stuff about uh, podcasting as well. So, I'm going to just talk about it. I'm going to talk about the 250 shows, what I've learned, what I probably haven't learned, uh, different things like that. So, anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You guys know me. My name is Ro. I am what they call the stone genius.